Okay, you guys, so I just have to come out and start this episode by saying I know my voice sounds messed up. <laughs> I have been putting off recording, if you did notice, I didn't do an episode last week, because I got sick and I've just been waiting until my voice sounds normal again so that I could record this episode. And luckily, it doesn't hurt anymore to talk, especially for, for a long period of time. But I know it doesn't sound great, <laughs> so we're just going to have to ignore it because I really don't want to skip two weeks in a row, especially for something like sounding weird, so this episode is going to sound strange. Let's just pretend it's not happening, okay? <laughs> and this week, we're talking about something that I really love. I know in the past I said that my favorite monster is a vampire, but I had completely forgotten about this other monster because it's way less talked about and it's not often considered when people talk about monsters and that is the siren. Some people might be listening who don't even know what a siren is or don't know very much about what a siren is. And that's okay. They're not super popular in the monster community, I guess, if it is a community. But they are kind of like mermaids, very similar to mermaids, but they do have some distinct differences. Sirens are also, like I said, not super talked about that much in like the monster community. I think because a lot of people consider them to be more of a story than an actual creature or an actual entity. Um, so sirens came from the Greek people way back in ancient Greece, and then it was further expanded upon in Roman culture. So they were in the stories of the Greek gods and all that, which is their origins. Usually the sirens in these stories were in groups of three. There are some names that were common for the sirens to have, but it's not always the case that they were in groups of three, and it's not always the case that they were these specific threes. The sirens, like I said, are similar to mermaids, but there are some differences. One of them is that instead of being thought of as like mer people, you know, fish people, they were originally depicted as half woman, half bird. And this actually makes sense the more you know about sirens. Even though they were in the water and on an island, um, it does make sense because the thing about sirens is they sing, just like birds. So that kind of ties into the bird features versus the fish features. And also, I mean, if you know anything about the ocean, there's always birds flying around the ocean. So, okay, I guess that makes sense too. <laughs> They also were often depicted in ancient Greek art and ancient Roman art as well. So originally, when they were depicted in this art, they were shown to be very grotesque, and it kind of expanded more upon the bird features. Like they were kind of, they had like talons and giant beaks, and they were just freaky looking. But then, as time went on, it changed a little bit where they were depicted as beautiful women, usually seductive, and that kind of ties in more to the story of who they are. 
like I said, they do sing, but they do more than just sing, they enchant. So it could make sense that over time people would change the story of them singing to them, enchanting to them, using their physical form as part of the seduction. The sirens kind of have a thing that they do. They don't they don't really do much else than this one thing. And that is, like I said, they enchant. So sailors are out in the middle of the sea and it's usually really far out. You know, they're really far into their journey and there's no sign of land anywhere. And all of a sudden the air goes completely still and you can't hear anything. It's completely silent. But all of a sudden you start hearing this singing and it's a beautiful song and it captures your attention and you look and you see off in the distance there's a small island and three beautiful women are sitting there singing to you and they capture your attention. You go see what they're singing about or why they're singing or why they're trying to sing to you. And they pull you in and make you think, oh, okay, like these people are, they're beautiful. I'm in love with them, whatever. And then that's whenever they get you. So what they do is they capture you, they drown you until you're dead, and then they eat you. Sometimes they also have been said to keep the corpses as trophies. So they live on this island by themselves, just just these little ladies chilling on an island, and sometimes the island is said to be covered in trophies, you know, like rotted corpses. So they have this, this terrible home that is covered with partially decaying bodies of the men that they have enchanted, killed, and then kept and partially eaten or just kept as trophies. So like I said, people do often use the term mermaid and siren interchangeably because sometimes mermaids are said to sing as well, but there are key differences. The key differences being the sirens want to kill you and the sirens song is more than just a pretty song. It's something that hypnotizes you, mesmerizes you, and traps you. Like I said, the sirens do have their origins in Greek mythology, and they were in plenty of different stories, but their origin story is usually mostly the same. There are some differences depending on who you're talking to about where they came from, but most of the time people say that, like I said, there are three of these sirens, and that these sirens were the handmaidens of Persephone. So when Persephone was abducted by Hades, 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 Hades. Is it plural? I'm. I think it's plural. I'm gonna go with that. It's plural. Back to what I was saying. So when she was abducted by Hades, Demeter decided, "Hey, I'm gonna help you guys out." Because they were looking for her, looking for Persephone to try and save her. Because they were her good friends, they loved her, they cared about her. So Demeter said, okay, 
you guys need help searching for her. You have been unsuccessful in your journey of searching for her. So what I'm going to do is give you guys the body of a bird so that you can cover more ground, you can get higher, and you can go search for her. So they just started searching for her and they couldn't find her. So they couldn't find her and they went to this island to rest, I guess. So the sirens were like, okay, we're going to chill out on this island. And the island was Anthemoessa that they decided to chill at. But then they decided, actually, no, I'm good. I don't care to search for her anymore. So I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> so that's where they were destined to stay. They were cursed for giving up on the search. And they were just forced to stay there. At that point, they became bitter, they became angry, and that's when they decided to start doing what they were doing, where they would sit on this island, try to enchant people to come by, and then kill them. The story also goes that if you are able to pass them while they're singing without being enchanted by their song, the sirens will kill themselves. In the story of the Odyssey, they actually dove into the water and drowned themselves. And that's how they killed themselves. On that topic, that is a big reason why people know what the sirens are today. It's because the story of the Odyssey did feature the sirens. And in the situation, they were able to pass the sirens without being enchanted by their song. And... So like I said, the sirens decided to kill themselves. Big rip to the sirens in that story. <laughs> the sirens, although mostly forgotten by modern pop culture when it comes to monsters, you know, we like to focus on werewolves, vampires, zombies for far too long and far too enthusiastically, there are still some mentions of them in pop culture. If you guys are familiar with the book series Percy Jackson, then you probably know why it makes sense that they would be featured there. Percy Jackson was a book series that also became a movie. The movie was supposed to be longer, I think. I think it was supposed to go longer, but they only actually did one of them, even though the book series itself was really popular. And I think they probably could have made more movies um, because there were a lot of books and I definitely wish they would have made more movies because they had Logan Lerman cast to play Percy Jackson and I'm in love with him and I think the world could use a lot more media with him in it. Anyways, in Percy Jackson, the book series was based on this kid who is half Greek god, half human, and so he goes on these adventures that involve the Greek gods. In the movie that they had, he I remember he interacted with uh, Medusa, specifically Medusa, I remember. I really liked that. <laughs> I really liked that part of the movie with Medusa. But throughout the whole series, he kind of has run-ins with all the different monsters and stuff in Greek mythology. So there was a time in which he saw the sirens. And in this depiction of the sirens... They said that 
when you heard their song, it wasn't necessarily seductive or sexual, but the song would kind of make all your hopes and your dreams and your desires appear to you. So you would hear the song and you would see everything you wanted in life. So his friend wanted to hear the song because she told him that there was a legend that said if you hear the song and then you are able to survive, then it will help you gain some sort of wisdom and your life will be better or something. So the friend in this scenario was actually a woman, which typically whenever you talk about sirens, you hear about men, which I think is kind of where you get this, the part of the story where it becomes less about they're drawing you in and more about they're seducing you. But in this case, it was a woman that was being enchanted by the song. And they said that, okay, when you see, when you hear the song, you see everything that you want in your life. You see your idealized version of the world, whatever. So Percy ended up rescuing his friend from the sirens because he realized that if you go underwater, you can't hear the song and you snap out of it. So he just dunked her underwater, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read it. I read the clip notes. And in this depiction, it was a more traditional view of sirens. They were these nasty vulture ladies. And it was, again, kind of where they had this terrible island with a bunch of dead people on it. They were also loosely depicted in Harry Potter. Now, this one is kind of near and dear to me because this is how I fell in love with sirens. Because these were my favorite creatures in Harry Potter. And they were very briefly talked about, but I loved them. And then I found out later that they were based on sirens, which made me love sirens. So in Harry Potter in the Goblet of Fire, they first appeared. They were called Vila, and they were at the Quidditch World Cup. They were a mascot for one of the teams. So I think one of the teams had like leprechauns as their mascots, and like they would have like creatures, monsters, whatever, as mascots and this one team I think it was Bulgaria pretty sure it was Bulgaria had Vila as their mascot because they were native to Bulgaria so the Vila don't necessarily sing what they do is they dance and they're these like very beautiful tall blonde women who dance and whenever they dance they make men do insane things to try to impress them um, I remember in the book I don't think it I don't think it even happened in the movie the movies um, there was like people like about to like jump over the edge of the stadium and like kill themselves to impress the villa so there are there are these like seductive female-looking creatures, but they're not actually women. Um, they're not actually human women. And they make men go crazy and do crazy things to get their attention. So in this depiction, they are, although they're not human, they're able to procreate with humans. And one of Ron's brothers, I think he had like a, he had a million brothers. I can't even remember which one it was. But one of Ron's brothers 
ended up marrying somebody who was, I think, a quarter Vila. And so she was, you know, played by this really famous model in England. So I remember um, wishing they would have elaborated on it more in Harry Potter. And I remember there was this book of like monsters in Harry Potter that was written by J.K. Rowling. And there was just a tiny paragraph about Vila's. And I was so disappointed because it's like, these are so fascinating. I love these. I want more Vila content. But unfortunately, she didn't elaborate. <laughs> now, when I was making this episode, I was so convinced that I was just going to deep dive into Greek mythology and then go about my day. What I didn't expect was t- to hear about modern siren sightings. People who genuinely believe they have seen sirens or reported sightings that have actual credible claims to them. So we're going to jump into that and (laughs) strap in because I was blown away. There is a guy on TikTok who has become famous for seeing sirens. (laughs) I I think this is awesome because I never thought that TikTok would be a place where I would go for any sort of research on topics, especially serious research on topics, because this is actually pretty serious. <laughs> this guy is really serious. Now, before I get into this, I want to quickly say that A lot of times when we talk about stuff like monsters and hauntings and unexplainable occurrences, we have to go back at least 20 years, usually closer to 50 years, like with Mothman, for example. But I was pleasantly surprised to find that this is something that's super recent and it's ongoing. It is ongoing, you guys. So hopefully hopefully, for my own entertainment, TikTok can become a vessel where more weird, unexplainable stuff goes to create new legends. You know, let's create a new Jersey Devil or Wendigo. I don't know. Maybe this is just wishful thinking. Anyways, there's this guy on TikTok. You can look him up if you want. I know I wanted to when I first heard about it. His TikTok name is Sauce, like Dipping sauce dot 90. That's his name on TikTok. And he is a fisherman out of Massachusetts. He definitely has an Eastern East Coast accent for sure. And like I said, he's a fisherman. So he's very often out on the water. I thought this was all going to be a load of crap until I looked more into it. And this is why. So this guy, Sauce90, goes out and records videos and very quickly gains a following because he tells people, you guys, I hear sirens and I have seen them. And here are videos. 
Now, he has videos that he's posted where he's out on the water, sometimes in daytime, sometimes nighttime, where you can see them. Now, I'm not a video editor by any means, but one of the videos that I did see looked pretty good. That's not to say that it's not fake, and if you told me it was fake and proved to me that it was fake, I would not be surprised. However, for entertainment values, it looks pretty good. And quite frankly, he doesn't really come across as one of the types of people who would want to fake this. He makes plenty of other videos about plenty of other things that get attention as well, not just his videos about sirens. He also doesn't consistently post about the sirens. Every once in a while, he'll post updates just saying, haven't seen any lately, but for the most part, he posts pretty sporadically, which could be very easily believable. What wouldn't be believable to me is if he was seeing sirens every other day or hearing sirens every other day. That would be weird. Now, apparently, he claims that government regulators are all of a sudden coming on his boat and checking out stuff more often than they normally would. I don't know very much about commercial fishing. I don't know very much about the FDA or whoever else runs anything about the food that we consume, but apparently he's saying that they're coming around more than they normally would and that TikTok is suppressing his videos. He's saying that some of his videos have gotten deleted, and I do believe that there is evidence that those videos are no longer up. Now, he could have deleted them totally. There are some videos up for sure, but it seems like he's made references to videos in the past, and commenters are making references to videos in the past that are no longer up, and people are claiming that it's TikTok deleting his videos. I don't know why they would do that. I don't think there's some conspiracy that TikTok is trying to suppress his videos because he's proving the existence of a mythical creature, but it's still interesting and it adds to the fun. What got me the most, though, were the live videos. Now, there are some recordings, and you can see one of them on his TikTok profile, at least it was up when I saw it, where he's on live. And you're hearing these songs in the background. He's on the water. It's at night. And it, like I said, was a recording from a live video. And you can hear that it's not, it's echoing in a way where you're like, there's no way this is just on this guy's boat. There's no way that that sound is coming from anywhere near him. It's just, like I said, it's echoing. What you're hearing is kind of, it's, it's echoing. I don't know how else to explain it. It drove me crazy because I sat there and watched it, trying to figure out, okay, like, where could this have come from? And I did talk to my dad about this, and he said, well, maybe someone in another boat was playing music or playing the singing loudly, and they planned it so that I would happen live. But that would be really elaborate. 
and it doesn't seem like he cares that much about doing anything like getting a lot of internet attention or getting money from it. I don't know what a grown man's intentions would be about creating an elaborate scheme to pretend that he is being visited by mermaids. <laughs> but, but like I said, the video was live. It was a recording of a live video, but you can see that it was a live video happening and it very clearly sounds as if the sound is happening live. Like it's not a recording and it wasn't added in post, which it was live, so there's no way it could be added in post, but you get what I'm saying. Either way, this whole story confused me because I just didn't expect to see anything like this at all. I didn't expect at all to see people actually claiming they're seeing sirens, especially not reoccurring currently. I also want to add that the comment section of this guy's videos are awesome. These people really do believe that he is being visited by sirens. They seem to really be on board with this and that's why partially why he gained a following of just people trying to prove or disprove that he's really seeing these things. Now while this next story is less recent, I think it's also more interesting. Even more interesting than a guy making TikToks about seeing mermaids. <laughs> so this one, it wasn't about sirens, but it was about mermaids. But like I said, some people do kind of use the term interchangeably, and I thought it was interesting, and I don't ever really plan on doing an episode on mermaids since I'm doing this episode, so I'm going to add this one here. So this one was in Israel, and it happened off the shore of a place that I believe is pronounced Kiryat Yam. I think it's Yam, not Yam, but either way, I'm doing my best. And it happened in 2009. So in 2009, people around this area said that they were having sightings of a mermaid and that she would do tricks for people upon request. And this wasn't just like a couple of people, it was like a mass sighting. Like people were like, yep, you can just go there and see this lady do this stuff, you know, check it out, it's really cool. And so it caught people's attention to the point that the Israeli government offered a million dollar reward for anyone that could offer proof of the mermaid. They didn't need to bring a body. They didn't need to, you know, have her dead. They didn't even need to bring her. They just needed to bring proof that could be indisputable that the mermaid existed. So then people wanted to see her even more. I want to pause here before I move on and restate what I just said. The Israeli government offered a million dollar reward to anyone who could prove the existence of their local mermaid. <laughs> I just, this was not that long ago, you guys. I wish I would have heard about this as it was happening. You know who did hear about it, though, was NBC. So NBC went there 
and they set up shop around the area with cameras. So apparently on camera they saw a human looking thing go into the water and disappear and never come up. And I guess they got it on film because they brought the footage back to their office in Los Angeles and were like, hey, check this out, tell us if it's real, whatever. To this day, however, though, it was never proven or disproven to be real or fake. Now, this story weirds me out because you would think that when there's a million dollars on the line, more work might be done to try and prove that this is real footage of a mermaid. However, nothing was ever found and the reward was never taken. This is a little suspicious to me because apparently everybody was seeing her and then when it came time to actually get proof, they all just came up empty-handed. But regardless, that's the story. And I think it's kind of insane. Now, I know sirens are thought of as a mythological creature and whatever, but I do want to talk a little bit about why they might have been created in the first place. Now, don't get me wrong. I am very interested and very compelled by the TikTok videos of our dear friend Sauce.90. However, I don't believe in sirens any more than I did before I started recording this episode. I do, however, believe in having a good time, and so I will continue to follow <laughs> Sauce90 and see what else he might show us on his trips on the boat. I do think it's interesting, though, because I think that when it came to Greek mythology, all the creatures that they thought of were created for a reason. Not out of any malice, not out of anything negative, but as an explanation. After all, this was their religion, and religion explains the good and the bad that happens in our world. Sirens are no different. If anything, sirens are kind of a very easy way to explain the negative things that were happening to the Greeks and the Roman people. So like I said, what the sirens did is they enchanted men, they drew them in, and they killed them while they were out at sea. Now, if you know anything about anything, you know that the sea was a very dangerous place back then. They'd go on long voyages where it would be easy to run out of food, easy to get disease, easy to hit an iceberg and crash, and nobody ever hear from you again. However, it was a big part of what they were doing at the time. They were exploring new places. They didn't have any way to ship things easily, so if they wanted any spices, they had to go out and get them. And I'm sure they tried to look for more than spices, but that's the only thing I can think of when I think of exploring the sea for resources that aren't available to Europe. Regardless, the Greek people and Roman people went on long, dangerous voyages and didn't often come back. So, it only makes sense that we might not want to blame cruel fate and maybe want to blame something externally. We may want an explanation for why dad didn't ever come home. So, let's blame the gods. 
because if there's good in the world, there has to be evil. Thus came the sirens, the evil seductresses who took our men from us. So, I'm kind of into it. I kind of like it. Not because of <laughs> killing people who were just trying to go explore the world and find meaning in life in a place that was so small at the time. Their world. Not Greek, Greece or Rome. They were big places, but they were sheltered. They didn't know what was out there. What I do think is kind of romantic is the thought of coming up with some sort of fantastical explanation for why your loved one never came home in some sort of weird, weird twisted fantasy that makes your loved one seem more important. It wasn't just something normal like they died of scurvy or crashed into some rocks or a big storm took out the entire crew. No. Something crazy and interesting and absurd happened. Evil monsters brought them in and ate them because they were bitter and upset at something that the gods had done to them and forced upon them. So just like a lot of other similar monsters that were based kind of upon religion, I like them because it's a way of coping with the terrible things that happen in the world. And it's why I love monsters in general is it's an explanation that's larger than life to try and cope with the real world. So that's it. I know this topic was probably a little bit weird since it's, you know, like I said, it's Greek mythology versus your typical cryptid that people think of, especially because most people think of sirens as something that clearly isn't real. However, they're my favorite monsters, and so I don't care what you think. This is my podcast. <laughs> now, I think most people probably learned something from this. I know I definitely did, just because they're not very talked about, but... Next week, going back to more dark topics, monsters, evil things, hauntings, all that. Before I go, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening. I've been getting so much feedback from so many people. I hear everybody's ideas. I've gotten so many suggestions. And believe me, I hear every single one. If I didn't do a topic that you wanted me to do this week, don't worry. I will get to it. I have a running list that I am making and I every week I cross off another one off the list. There's not too much rhyme or reason to it. I try to be kind of seasonal with stuff. Um, since it's the holiday season, it's easy to do so. So next week, I do want to try and do something that is holiday-themed, kind of Christmassy. Um, so, you know, I know that none of the suggestions that I've gotten have been Christmas-themed, but don't worry. I hear you. Like I said, I have a list. It's very long, and I do always appreciate any suggestion to do anything. I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not nailing down any sort of topic that I do or don't talk about when it comes to things that are creepy, weird, or unexplained. So that's it for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and continuing to support me for these past couple months. 
I'm having so much fun and it's been a really great way for me to connect with people who I didn't really know very well before this. So until next week, you guys, stay spooky. Bye.